Hey everybody, welcome to Let's Go, a podcast with Chestnut Mountain Church. My name is Jared Cagle. I am honored and and thrilled to be with you again this week to talk about the things that we're learning on Sundays and how we can apply them to our lives. We believe that nothing is learned until it's applied. And that's why we do these quick five-minute episodes each week that we call Let's Go. We are in the series walking through the book of Colossians. If you've been with us on Sundays, you know that it has been amazing and God has been moving mightily over the last several weeks. We have celebrated over 70 baptisms um, in this season in the life of Chestnut Mountain Church, which is an, a huge honor. And it's so humbling to realize that we are in a season of, of harvest, that, that God's grace has been poured out onto us for this season. And uh, we're celebrating all the time right now and remembering whose power truly is at work here. Pastor Brian preached a great sermon on Colossians 2, focusing on verses 16 through 23, where Paul is unpacking uh, who the Colossians were in Christ. And he's reminding them of their identity. Don't forget who you are. Don't forget that in Jesus you are complete, that you've been buried with him, that you that you were dead, but now you're alive, that your sin has been canceled and Satan has been disarmed. Remember who you are is what Paul is reminding in this letter. And the, the false teachers of the day were, were judging the new believers because of what they weren't doing in the church. They were judging them, saying, you you aren't doing enough to earn this salvation. But the truth is, if you remember, your salvation has nothing to do with your performance. It has everything to do with what Jesus has already done on your behalf. But we would be fools to think that the enemy, that Satan and all of his his army, his legions of arm, of armies behind him, we would be fools to think that he is not going to try to distract us in any way that he can. So we come knowing who we are, but being distracted by the lies of the enemy, the lies of the world, the lies of our flesh. But can you imagine what would happen if we died to all the distractions and we all came with one purpose to just to seek the Lord. If, if we were all focused on, on Christ and, and we didn't focus on all the baggage that we were carrying in, we would just, we would just see him. We would just see Jesus. And when we, when we do that, when we come seeking him, the supernatural takes place because we're not bound by all of the distractions and all of the other things that are holding us down. So here's the question. When when you're coming to church or when you're coming to community of other believers and going to serve in the in the community or, or going to serve whatever context you're in, it, when you're when you're coming, what are you looking for? When you come to a service on Sunday, what are you looking for? And are, are you allowing the enemy to cast shadows in your mind that cause you to lose focus on who you are? in Christ. 
In Colossians 2 verse 18, we see the false teachers are taking the experience into their own hands. So they were trying to conjure up a movement of God in the way that they wanted it. And and, and, and they started to go to extremes. They were, they were willing to go to any extreme to conjure up these movements. And, and Pastor Brian challenged us on Sunday. How many times are we guilty of, of the very same thing? How many times do we try to manipulate God and bargain with God? I will stop doing blank if you, God, will do blank. I'm going to give this up, God, if you will do blank. Are, are, we, are we trying to, to give up things because we want God to do something and we want him to work the way that we want him to work? Are we trying to conjure up a movement? Are we in this season of harvest and celebration and bargaining with God for more and trying to conjure up emotional responses? When we do that, it's dangerous. It's very dangerous because we're not denying ourselves if we're simply denying ourselves to get him to do what we want him to do. That's not truly denying ourselves because it's a selfish motive in the end. And the truth is we worship in response to what has already happened, to what has already been done. We don't worship to try to receive something more or new or fresh that hasn't already happened. God God has established our salvation and our adoption into the kingdom. And he's established a way for more people to come into this knowledge. And we worship him for that free gift of grace. We don't worship him in order to receive that gift. We worship him because we have received that gift. And so the the challenge today is, what are you coming for? What are you looking for when you're coming? And even if, even though you may be carrying baggage from your past or even your present circumstances, we want to challenge you to focus more on Jesus than you do your baggage and watch what he does in your life. Watch what he does in the lives of others. Watch how he opens up your eyes to see the needs of the people around you. We will be an unstoppable force for the kingdom when we are more focused on Jesus than anything else. We love you. We're grateful for you. We're praying for you. Please let us know if there's anything we can do to help you and to serve you. But until next time, let's go.